Welcome to the Christmas Joy Podcast. Each week, I bring you tips and ideas to help you calm the Christmas chaos. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris Ann Blair, Christmas coach and founder of ChristmasOrganizing.com, and I'm here to guide you in creating a Christmas notebook and personalized Christmas plan. Without a plan at Christmas, you can easily get overwhelmed, overspend, overcommit, leave Christ out of Christmas, and more. Don't let Christmas chaos lead to Christmas stress. You deserve to enjoy the Christmas season. Before we start discussing today's tips and ideas, I want to throw a big thank you to all our members of the Candy Cane Club via Patreon. You can join others in supporting this podcast and Christmas organizing by visiting christmasorganizing.com and clicking on the Candy Cane Club link. Members have free access to over 100 plus Christmas planning forms and receive a weekly email with the PDF of the forms for the topic of the week you will hear me referring to in this podcast. This week's topic is all about your Christmas gift shopping. What comes to mind for you when you hear those two words together? For most people, it's either a sinking feeling in their stomach or excitement, together with the knowledge that if you plan to give gifts, you must complete this task. With a little planning, this task can be more manageable. The first thing we need to discuss is where and how do you prefer to Christmas shop? You have your Christmas gift list made and some ideas for gifts, and now the question becomes, How will you complete this task? There are different ways to go about shopping, and I'll discuss a few of them along with the pros and cons of each way. As you listen to each one, really think about how you prefer to shop. Once you know how you prefer to shop, you can then work on your Christmas list based on how you want to shop. First, let's talk about the shopping center or mall. In America, the shopping center or mall is a popular place to go shopping because of the wide variety of smaller shops, along with large anchor stores, all located in one general area. The upside to this is that many people can find all their gifts as they spend the day walking this one location. And during the Christmas season, the anchor stores have great deals to get you into their doors. There are normally places to eat and you do not have to drive from store to store. Once you find a parking place, you're set for the day. The downside of shopping in a shopping center or a mall is they tend to be more crowded, making it harder to find a parking place, longer lines, and generally carry the same merchandise from one city to the next. If you want unique items, this is not necessarily your place. Large discount stores. Stores such as Target and Walmart would fit into this category and are great places for one-stop shopping. These types of stores have something for everyone and are a help to the budget during the Christmas season with their many sales each week. If you cannot find the perfect gift in the store, gift cards are an easy option. Most recipients have these types of stores nearby and can select items from many departments. The downsides to large stores are large lines, parking places are hard to find, they have the same merchandise everywhere, and sale items can be gone before you can even get there, and it's often hard to find a salesperson for help. Now let's talk about locally owned. Stores in your town that are locally owned normally give you more personalized service and unique gifts. They're easy to get into, parking places are easy to find, and many times they offer free services such as gift wrapping. On the downside, sales are not easily advertised, there may not be a large selection, and you may have to drive out of your way to reach the store. Now what about online shopping? This type of shopping is a great way to avoid the crowds. Offering a wide variety of items, having gifts wrapped and delivered straight to the recipient, and you can do it all in your pajamas if you want. The downside to online shopping is that the shipping can take longer, items can get lost in the mail, 
And what you see is not always what you get. And it takes some planning instead of just browsing through the store. Now, here's a favorite of one of my places to shop. And those are stores inside of businesses. For instance, a general store is part of the Cracker Barrel restaurant. They have unique items to the state they're located in with something for everyone, including food, clothes, books, and household items. It's a fun place to shop. They gift wrap for free, and you can even send your items UPS from some stores. Other examples of stores inside businesses are hospital gift shops, hotel gift shops, etc. The downside to these types of stores is that they are often out of the way and have a little bit more of a limited selection. Now, what about holiday, craft, or market shops? Every year as Christmas approaches, groups begin to have craft or market shops. They're a great way to find unique, one-of-a-kind items for everyone on your list. Many times, these types of events are held on a particular date each year, so you know when to go and have a wide variety of items and vendors from fun and expensive items to unique, one-of-a-kind items. The downside to shopping at a craft market can be that during certain times, they're crowded because they're only open a limited time. Merchandise can go quickly, and some require a mission fee to enter. Whatever your desired shopping venue or a combination thereof, think about it now and as you're working on your gift list in the days to come. It may be worth it to pay $2 more to buy from one place than another if your stress can be reduced. Think about it and do not let Christmas shopping add chaos to your Christmas season. What about gift ideas? It's always less stressful to go shopping for gifts if you know what you're looking for. Giving gifts to people, in my opinion, is truly a labor of love because most of us put thought into the gifts we buy and do not just head out to the store with no idea of what someone would like. Take time now to open your Christmas organizing notebook and turn to your gifting group section. How are you doing on writing in gift ideas for people on your list? As you go through your list, if you have not had any ideas for a person, answer some simple questions about them and then maybe an idea will come to you for a gift. What is their favorite color? What activities do they like to do? Consider giving a related magazine subscription or a gift card to a particular type of store, diving, crafts, cooking, etc. What about gifts of Christmas past? Items that bring back fond memories of childhood holidays, favorite food, fruits, nuts, decorations, books, etc. Can you use some time off? Consider giving them babysitting coupons kitchen cleanup coupons, movie tickets, etc. Do they have a favorite food? Think of something that pertains to that food. For instance, if someone loves popcorn, maybe gourmet popcorn and special seasonings. Do you make a special type of food or baked goods that everyone loves? Consider that as a gift. What about something that they think is a splurge? One year I purchased someone on my list a salon shampoo that they loved, but it was not into their budget and the gift was a hit. Your shopping list is complete, and now you must decide when you want to shop. This may sound like an easy task, but you should take some time to plan it out because if you think about it, there are most likely days you do not want to shop, and with a little bit of planning, you can make your shopping trips more enjoyable, quicker, and more productive. One question to ask yourself, do you want to do all your shopping quickly, or do you want to do year-round shopping? For those who want to get it over with, I encourage you to set a deadline on your calendar when you want your gift shopping completed. Once you know your end date, look at your calendar 
and select a day, weekend, or week specifically to do your shopping. Also, check with stores, websites, and catalogs for specials during the holiday time. If you enjoy purchasing gifts year-round, you still need an end date. But the trick here is to keep a copy of your gift list and those you still need gifts for with you at all times because you never know when you will happen upon a perfect gift for someone. Mark dates on your calendar to look over your shopping list if you shop year-round so the Christmas season doesn't sneak up on you, causing you to have to do panic gift shopping, which will cost you more in time and money. While I do my shopping year-round, I use Black Friday as my finishing date for the gifts I'm purchasing. When deciding on when to shop, consider the following. Do they have early hours for shopping? Off hours, either early or late, often have fewer people. Can you place your order ahead of time and pick it up and pay at the store? Is free shipping available during certain dates? How long is the shipping time? If attending a special event for shopping, call the organizers now and ask if they can tell you when their non-peak times to shop. There are usually lulls during the day. What special events that involve shopping are you attending this year? Now is the time to look up the information about the event and put the dates and times on your calendar so you do not forget. If you need to buy tickets for the event, call or email the event and ask when the tickets will go on sale and fill your calendar in with that date. Every year, I patiently wait for a special event in our town called the Christmas Cottage. It is an event where local ladies who are much more creative than I am sell items that they have made throughout the year. I know at this annual event held the weekend before Thanksgiving, I can find some wonderful gifts. Many people know about events such as this in their towns, and I encourage you to call ahead and find out the date and times for this year's event. Many times the event will have a website and offer details regarding discounted entry tickets if they require an entry fee, listing of vendors, special events such as book signings, musical entertainment schedules, etc. So be sure to ask about how to find them on the web or Facebook. November and December are also times that churches hold bazaars. Nonprofit organizations hold special events with silent auctions. So be sure to ask around to your friends and family to find out what type of special shopping events are being held near you. Once you have dates and times, write the information down in your calendar to keep yourself from overbooking. Themes are a great way to shop for gifts throughout the year. Think about some theme gifts for your gift giving this year. You could have one theme for everyone, or you could do groups such as children, families, women, etc. What theme ideas do you have for your gift giving? In the past, coming up with gift ideas individually was often a hard task that I dreaded, so I took direction on something my mother used to do on a small scale. When I was growing up, my mother would create laundry or picnic baskets full of food and household items for my aunt and uncle at Christmas using coupons that she bought items with throughout the entire year. The first time I used the theme for gifts was the Christmas of 1999. I gave everyone on my Christmas list items they could use if the year 2000 left us in the dark. Of course it didn't, but I gave things such as flashlights, non-battery powered games, cards, books to read, bottled water, canned tuna, etc. After that year, I continued to do themes with different groups on my list. When thinking about a theme for gifts, think broadly. This way, the theme will have things no matter what the price range and will cover many ages from young to old. The idea is not to give everyone the same gift, but to give everyone the same type of gift based on a central theme. 
Here are some ideas that I've used in the past. Warmth. This theme can be anything from homemade hot chocolate, scarves, hat, gloves, sweaters, coats, blankets, handmade or store-bought, spicy salsa, a hot water bottle with a cover, etc. I'm sure there's other great ideas, but you get the idea. Family game night. This is an idea can be anything from board games, gift certificates to go bowling, video games, card games, tickets to a sporting event, etc. To make it a little more fun, you could also include dinner in or out at the venue if your budget allows. Something blue or green or red or any color you decide. This can open your possibilities up greatly while still keeping with a central theme. Remember, if you choose a color, also use this for your wrapping and maybe even a tree to place the gifts under. A town, city, state, or country. Give gifts that relate to a certain area. Where you're from, someplace you visited, maybe their hometown. Christmas kitchen. Give gifts that can be used in the kitchen during Christmas, including food, dishes, towels, etc. When my children were young, I realized they were fortunate to have many people in our lives who loved to send them gifts during the holiday season. Many times we would get overwhelmed with the wide variety of gifts that did not relate to each other, and we ended up with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Because of this, I came up with a solution, Christmas gift themes, individualized. We have discussed how to give gifts with a theme, but now let's look at receiving with a theme. The concept is to come up with a gift that potentially has many aspects to it, with a wide variety of price ranges. You, as the parent, spouse, child, etc., plan to purchase a central item, then ask others to buy related items. For example, one year our daughter received a play kitchen that was very nice and within our price point, but we could not afford to outfit the kitchen with all the extras like food, shopping cart, cash register, etc., and this is where everyone else came in. We let the grandparents, aunts, uncles, friends, etc., who would ask what they might give to our daughter that Christmas, know about our central theme gift for her and what a success it was. On Christmas morning, not only did our daughter get a wonderful kitchen, almost every gift she opened was related to it and she proudly added it to her new kitchen. We continue to do this and have had such themes as American Girl Doll, Thomas the Train, barbecue grills, art supplies, etc. And don't think this is only for children. For adults, consider a barbecue grill theme, kitchen theme, collection theme. Anything that has multiple components to it will work. Have fun deciding on what theme to use and watch the smiles as each gift relates to another. Another thing to keep in mind is that Christmas shopping can take up a lot of time during the holidays, depending on how many people are on your gift list. One solution is to ask others in the household to help you with shopping. There are several ways to accomplish this task, and you can make it fun for everyone. How can you have your family help with Christmas shopping? If you have younger children, let them help you shop for your husband or grandparents. For many years, I would purchase gifts for my husband that I tagged from the children, but soon found out it means much more if it's something the child picked out, even if it's not what you would have chosen. One of my favorite gifts to this day is the gift my daughter gave me one year. She went around the house and collected things she knew I liked, placed them in a gift bag, and put it under the tree with, along with a personal note. If your child's school or somewhere in the community offers a secret Santa shop for children, this is where the child goes to into the store with money and purchases gifts for family, 
Send money with your child and a list of who to buy for and how much to spend on each person. You'd be surprised at the gifts they select to give to those in the family. If you are a grandparent or an aunt, uncle, best friend, etc., take the children to buy gifts for their parents. If only to the dollar store with a few dollars, the rewards can be great. If you have older children, consider giving them a budget along with their list of friends, cousins, teachers, etc. to buy gifts for, eliminating whole groups from your gift buying list. Another way to involve children is to draw names from the people you are giving gifts to and let them take on the responsibility of coming up with gift ideas, selecting a gift, buying and wrapping the gift. This could be an introduction to Christmas gift giving for them, and you might be very surprised at what they come up with to purchase. Remember, Christmas is celebrated by not only yourself, but also by those in your household. Involve others in the process and the rewards will most likely be great. You begin to teach them the valuable lesson of embracing Christmas and themselves becoming a gift to others during the season. Now it's time for our Christmas reminders. This segment is going to be to remind you about lists to update or to add to that are not part of our topic for the week. First, I want you to review your master gift list and gift group sheets. Do you have anyone new to add to the list or have you purchased gifts this week? Update your sheets accordingly. Have you purchased gifts already for this coming Christmas? Collect them in one location so they'll be ready for when we record items in our gift box. Have you seen any great ideas for this coming Christmas? Add them to your Christmas idea list. Bucket list. Have you completed your Christmas bucket list? This form can be found in the posts on Patreon and a link is sent out via our newsletter. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of the Christmas Joy Podcast. Each week, the podcast brings you tips and ideas based around a topic to help you create a Christmas notebook and guide you through filling out the planner pages. I've created over 100 plus forms for Christmas planning, and while some are available for free, the entire collection is available to Candy Cane Club members via Patreon. I invite you to join me as a patron to get the inside tips and tools to plan for Christmas. Your membership allows us to keep the Christmas organizing website free of those annoying banner and pop-up ads for as little as $12 a year. Candy Cane Club members are now getting different theme sheets each week with their member newsletter. Visit christmasorganizing.com for more information and don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter and join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas filled with joy.